Hi, baby girl. So by now we all know that everyone in the personal development spice is preaching getting movement and going to the gym, but no one is telling you how to actually get your little bum to the gym. So I'm going to. You guys are always asking me how to overcome fear of weightlifting and also just feeling so judged at the gym and having gym anxiety. So I will explain how I got over my fears. But before we get into it, you're more than welcome to subscribe and leave a five-star review. I would love it so much if you click the little five-star tap on the Spotify and app ho. Or if you can tag me in your story so more people can get their pretty bums to the gym because so much of your depression and problems can actually be solved simply by exercising, having movement, moving your body, eating right, and sleeping well. Having gym anxiety, feeling like I wasn't good enough to go, and then not being able to go is something that I've struggled with for a long time. And now that I've actually been going to the gym consistently and seeing results, I wanted to share how to get over that fear with you. And when I say get movement, I don't mean just the gym, but the gym is usually the cheapest option. If you don't have a good gym nearby, just start going on walks. Just move your body. Yes, bitch, walks are free and you can walk anywhere. You have to find a type of movement you like. And in order for you to do so, you just have to try things out. I remember trying yoga, Pilates, hot yoga, those classes, boxing, Muay Thai spin, personal training, all these things to come to the conclusion that I personally like the gym and Pilates. I've been to both cheap gyms and I've been to expensive gyms like Equinox and Sweat and Tonic. And what I found best was just convenience. My building gym. I go if it's downstairs or upstairs because then I don't have an excuse. But the building gym has to be nice. Like my gym right now is so nice and it's right there. It also has a sauna as well as a jacuzzi. So it's like a whole experience. My previous condo had the gym on the same floor as me and I never went once. I wasn't in the mental space to even want to go to the gym. At least that's what I told myself. I want to explain to you where I was before I actually started taking care of the vessel that is my body. If you're here right now, baby girl, you have hope. When I let go, I let go. I eat whatever I want. And this is when I used to get HY. I would get HY often. So I would have the munchies like crazy and I would eat so, so much. Oh my gosh, it was disgusting the amount that I would eat. And I couldn't stop. I would just sit and watch TV and get higher and higher and eat and go through all the flavor palettes. Like I would start with a whole meal. And if I was like having rice, it had to be like garlic fried rice. Couldn't just be regular rice. Gotta add those extra calories and add in hot sauce with like a drink, like a mango or avocado milkshake or smoothie. And then I would have dessert. But like two types of dessert, like one would be like a refreshing like sorbet type ice cream and the other would be like a sweet ice cream or like chocolate. And then I would have chips, but I would make sure that the chips are with dip or some sort of charcuterie. And then I would end with like fruit, but I would also get late night boba. Do you see how I would like stay up till 5am? <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe I just admitted all that to you guys. But I wanted to share that because I used to have so much shame around it and I would be so, so embarrassed of like my eating habits and you can get out of it. So I hope that by describing that in that detail, 
if you're here right now, like that you have hope. But you need to have dedication. You don't have to love the process. You don't have to love the hard work, but you need to crave the end result and crave feeling good about yourself and your body. This is exactly what happened to me. So do not think that you're alone. And I didn't want to see anyone see me sweat. That was a problem. So I had a lot of gym anxiety. This is the gym level up journey or process that I went through. So I completely understand. Like you don't feel confident. And like the pandemic didn't help either. I remember some of my pretty friends telling me that they put on jeans every other week to make sure that they were still in shape. And I couldn't even bother doing that. So from a mental space, I told you guys, I flipped from, I have to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym to, I am an athlete. I am a gym rat. Like I changed my identity to be like, I am somebody who goes to the gym. Like it's just a part of me. So that was a mindset shift. I'm like, nope. Like, what do you mean? Like, of course I'm going to go. I'm an athlete. I'm a professional athlete. So trick yourself into thinking that whenever you go and just like tell people like, yeah, I'm a little gym rat. I'm a little athlete. I'm training for life, training for the Olympics. So convince yourself that you're training for the Olympics or something. So this is just a natural part of your daily routine, natural part of your hobby. And at first, you have to go to an ugly gym. What I mean by this is that you feel comfortable being your quote unquote ugly self. Like it's okay if your hair is a little greasy that day and you just throw on a big t-shirt with like a sports bra under and you go here to sweat. But make sure you smell good and put on deodorant because we want to be respectful for everyone. So this gym is usually empty. That's a bonus. Go to an empty gym where there's very few people because you can just get the entire space to yourself and go ham. And for me, like my ugly gyms back in the day were like the good life, the women's only, no male gaze. And then it was Anytime Fitness. So those two were kind of like ugly gyms and there's specific locations that are emptier. So I would find like the three that are closest to you because usually if you sign up for a membership, you have access to all the gyms. And I would drive around and I would peep like which are the rush hours? When is the gym the emptiest? And I would make sure to go when it was empty because I didn't want to have people around me. I just wanted to sweat and get really like a good workout done. So as soon as you walk in, either go straight to the Stairmaster, the treadmill, or grab the skipping ropes. This is your warm up to get your heart rate up. And while you're doing this, like you know automatically what you have to do and you're able to scope out the rest of the gym to see, you know, which stations are empty, who's at what station. So then you don't feel that initial anxiety because a lot of people, the reason why they feel like that is when you walk in, you think that everyone is looking at you, like all eyes are on you. And that's not true. So knowing to go to the Stairmaster for me really helped because you're kind of like above everyone and you can see the vibe of the gym and like whether I wanted to work out legs that day or upper body. I know you're supposed to switch, but honestly, I decided what I was going to do that day based on how crowded the gym was. So technically, you're supposed to rotate and go upper body, lower body, or like back, pull, push. There's all these labels to it. But for me, I would go on Stairmaster. I would do 10 minutes of that. And if I felt like the gym was really crowded, for some reason, I picked a bad time to come that day, I would just do Stairmasters for like 60 minutes. So that would just be like a cardio day because I didn't want to bother waiting or like talking to people. If the leg station looked empty, then I would go do legs and things like that. So I would just kind of gauge. And also one good thing about Anytime Fitness, they have an app, which 
if you choose your home gym location, it tells you how many people there are during that time. So I would go whenever it said that there was one to three people because that was perfect for me. One to three and three to five was perfect. I'd be like, yes, I'm down to go. So what I used to do the first time that I really got into shape was do like 45 minutes to 60 minutes of Stairmaster. And I'm going to tell you, I work out very intensely, but I don't even think that it's intense because this is what's required for my body to see results and your body might be different. So go to the gym where it's okay that you look super flush and you're all red and out of breath and you look like a little tomato, but you're okay with it because no one is like filming content. And you tell yourself it's okay. And during this time, do not be discouraged or embarrassed or be mean to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror at the gym. Okay, this is a process. This is the first level. You will get to a point where you're cute and wearing cute gym sets in light colors and a little sports bra. But this is the first level that you have to pass. This is when you're like wearing your big old t-shirts, okay? And the reason why I emphasize this is I remember before starting my own gym journey, I would see all these girlies on Instagram or TikTok making gym content. And they're always so fit in these cute little gym sets. And they look like they don't even break a sweat. And the workout that they do seems so easy, like not hard. But anybody who's been on the gym journey knows that if you actually were not in shape at all, like you were either the heaviest you've ever been or you're not really proud of your body, to get to a really good feeling state, then you have to push yourself and you have to go really hard. And I think it's because so many people these days make those transitional videos. And I'm in awe every time. Anytime that I see one of those TikTok videos that went from like a girl being overweight and she's like, I'm a savage now. (laughs) And it like transitions to what she looks like now. I immediately click like because that must have taken so much work. I Like you are not the same person after that. No, like your mindset. Anyways, so those girls, how much work had to be put in, how much sweat how much they felt like ugly, quote unquote, throughout the process, but they kept going. So you have to keep going because this is the first level. And you'll have like three to five rotating outfits that you wear to the gym every day. And these are not cute outfits. These are old t-shirts, promo t-shirts you received, like and leggings and baggy shorts, like basketball shorts, comfy shoes, and lots of water. The music that you choose is very important. It's got to be the type of music that gets you either like emotional, really happy, or like angry. (laughs) Because when you're pushing through the hard and heavy sets, you have to be a little angry. You have to get into like a certain mindset to be able to push through that last set. You feel like you're about to give up. Handle all of that anger and energy because it's powerful energy towards this. You have to channel that anger towards pushing that weight, doing that next rep. And for my girlies, you can be in this mindset, but I do not want you to be frowning, okay? That's going to cause you wrinkles. So this is the game, right? It's almost meditative because I would be like getting into this angry state. And I'd be like, okay, just one more. But on the outside, I would almost be like zen or like smiling. Smile through your sets, okay? Like the men, yeah, they can look angry. They can frown, but that's going to give you wrinkles. So I want you to like relax your face and just pull and smile because you're that girl. You are that bitch. 
So I also used to be someone who only did cardio because I was so afraid of like going to the weightlifting section because it's always like men who grunt and toss their weights. Oh my gosh, biggest ick. But this is why it's good to go during empty hours. And I know if you work a nine to five job, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. I find that actually like 5 a.m. is really busy. You want to go around like 10 a.m. And if you're a 9 to 5 girly, then I would go around, from my experience, like 7 p.m. was a good time. For some reason, like 5 p.m. is super busy. 10 p.m. is also really busy. 11 p.m. is busy. But 7 p.m. is like people like leave to have dinner. So if you just grab dinner and then come by, 7 to 8 p.m. Those were good times. And also do 24-hour gyms because then you can go kind of like any time that you feel like it's empty. If you've never lifted weights before, go during an empty time and just start with calisthenics. So calisthenics are when you start lifting just with your body weight. Just try doing push-ups. And your form is probably not right because my form for push-up was so wrong for the longest time. Or these simple 30-day challenges. You shouldn't let the first 30 days be hard, actually. All you should focus on is getting in the habit of consistency. That's your only focus. That you went to the gym every day and that you did something. Like Google some calisthenics workouts. And I usually like to go into the studio, not where like all the weights are. Because usually the men occupy that place. So go into the studio and you can bring the weights in and kind of work out there. And also make sure you take (laughs) pre-workout. I'm like the biggest fan of pre-workout. My favorite currently is Alani. But I haven't tried a lot, you know. I only really started taking pre-workout like four months ago. And each pre-workout lasts like one month. So I've only been able to try like three flavors, three or four. And if I liked it, I just stuck with it. And I got C4 because it was Amazon's bestseller. But someone commented on my YouTube that C4 sucks. (laughs) So maybe don't trust me on this one. But they said that Alani was good. And she's yummier. And she's prettier because she's like pink. And the best feeling is when you can blast your music because there's no one else there. So it feels like a home gym in your fitness studio. Okay, and you're going to get gloves when you're lifting because we don't want calluses. I mean, you're still going to get calluses, but just protect yourself so that you can remain to have nice hands because, you know, for us females, our hands are kind of everything. If you have nice hands, people don't ask you to work a lot because they're like, oh, you have hands. I've never worked a day in your life. I cannot get you to do this for me. And you're like, yeah, you're right. I don't really do much. So my gloves are baby pink, of course. And if your gym offers a free personal training session, take it. You can learn so much from having someone actually look at your form because form is so important. You can be doing the one exercise, but be doing it completely wrong. And I've had this experience as well. You are doing one exercise and then the personal trainer fixes it and you feel like you're completely working out a new set of muscles and it's so much harder. If you're not sure, then look up YouTube videos on how to get the form correct because it's all about targeting the right muscles. Like you can be doing a bicep curl and not be working out your biceps and be working out your wrist if you don't understand how to like relax your shoulders and target the bicep muscles. But how to create a weightlifting program for yourself? I basically found some workout programs online and I had some written for me from my previous one-on-one personal trainers. You want to split it up between upper body and lower body days. 
So in the beginning, I wouldn't even worry about, you know, isolating back days and arm days. I would just do arm and legs, just split it up like that. Whatever you feel like is an arm workout, do those biceps, triceps, the usual. And you don't want to go too hard on day one because then you're going to be so sore for the next day. And you're just going to complain that you're too sore to go and then not actually go. But remember, baby girl, we said that the goal was consistency, not intensity. I don't care if all you did was go walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes and do the 12-3-30, which is level 12 elevation, speed is 3, and then you walk for 30 minutes. You'll get a good sweat out of it. Just do it every day. And you'll be better off than Sally who went to the gym one day and worked out for like 3 hours. Now start with baby weights. Like instead of actually going to the squat rack, I just did like 100 squats every day just using my own free body weight. Just get your form right and squeeze, squeeze your bum. What's really important is to understand how your body loses weight. So everybody loses weight in different areas first, but you cannot target lose weight. You have to lose weight overall. Like you can't just be like, I just want skinnier arms and a bigger butt. You'll have to focus on getting skinnier arms first because that is calorie deficit. And then once you get to a point where you like your arms, you can start eating more to build the muscle and have more protein to build your gluteus maximus. Now, a lot of people say that it's really good to have a gym buddy, somebody who can spot you or keep you accountable. But keep yourself accountable. If you can't even get yourself to go to the gym every day, how are you going to succeed at anything in life? Like it's literally just people going to the gym and picking up and dropping weights. You're literally just picking things up. Like you have to have so much self-control if you want to become someone great. So this is just the basic, the minimum thing that you can do is to go to the gym. And I have to admit, like I learned so much about myself going to the gym. I remember reading a long time ago that promising yourself to go to the gym is like setting up a date with yourself. And so if you don't go, then you're kind of like flaking on yourself. And then with those flaking decisions, you lose trust in yourself. So you start to trust yourself less, which means that that confidence, that lack of confidence transmutes to other areas of your life. And then that's when you become a low self-esteem person. Now, trying a bunch of different things is going to cost you a lot of money. So there are class passes like the app class pass. I don't remember how much it was, maybe like $14. There are ways you can try different classes and different gyms for a lot lower. And a lot of these gyms have like first month free or like a seven day trial period. So I would take advantage of that. But save the money that you go out on clubbing and eating expensive food and invest in your health. (laughs) A guy once told me like a compliment and it kind of stuck with me because I never thought about it this way. He said, you look good in any clothes because you have a nice body. And I don't know why I never thought like that. Like, I realized that if you have a nice body, like literally any clothes can look good on you. It's only when you get to a point where you feel like you like your body in a sports bra or like a tight t-shirt that you can consider switching to an aesthetic gym or a nicer expensive gym because you want to be cute and take cute gym selfies. But I don't think that paying for an expensive membership when you're not at your best is worth it because I did. I thought that it would encourage me to go because a lot of these tips online is like, oh, if you go to a cute gym, if you go to an aesthetic gym, it's going to motivate you to want to go because it's so nice and the amenities are so nice. No, I didn't end up going at all because I was so shy and I had so much gym anxiety because the fitness studio I went to 
was really pretty. I think it was like $250 a month. And girlies would be taking content and they would be taking selfies. And I would have to make sure my sweaty tomato face wasn't in like the shots and like avoiding it. So if you feel like everyone around you is there to get to the best shape of their lives and being their best selves and everyone there is to work on themselves and they're not really caring about what you look like, that's going to make you feel safe to actually sweat it out and to actually like tune into your body and really, really go ham at the gym. Also, like one of the other good lives that I went to was more of like an older crowd. So there was a lot of grandmas and grandpas working out. And I don't know why that was so endearing to me. And it kind of reminded me to take care of my health now. Because if they're like 60 and at the gym, like girl, you can be at the gym, you know? And whatever that is for you, whether it be just all female gym, an older crowd, or whatever gym atmosphere makes you feel safer because I know sometimes like if I walked into a gym and it's all like really like alpha masculine dudes in like tank tops and they're all just like grunting and they're working out I actually ended up leaving and I felt so uncomfortable and I would sit in my car and really contemplate because I'm like oh my god I just took my pre-workout there have been times before I have so much gym anxiety that I would actually drive back because I couldn't get myself to work out because it just didn't feel safe. So three things. A gym that is when you can be your fully like comfortable self and not feel judged for it. To a gym that is empty or you know the empty hours so you can feel safe. And three, a gym where it's close proximity. Like it's very convenient for you to go. It's not like a treacherous. It's not like a 30 minute drive to get to the gym. It's literally right there. If you can walk, that's even better. If it's in your building, that's even better. Because summer is here. And how many more summers are you going to not have fun in because you're not comfortable in your body or you're not doing the things that you actually want to do? I know how you feel. And I'm at a point where I'm back to only focusing on cardio because that's just what I'm enjoying these days. So just because you only do cardio, don't feel bad about it. I know that weightlifting can feel like there is kind of a passageway, like there's a gateway to go into it, but it's just picking up the weights and lifting them. (laughs) So don't think that it's like this big, scary task that you don't know what you're doing. Most people, when they start, they have no idea what they're doing. So if you really want to seem prepared, I would actually watch a couple YouTube videos. But sometimes when I didn't know what I was doing, I would literally just have the YouTube videos up and watch it. Really, the biggest shift for me was convincing myself that I'm an athlete. And by, I don't know, January 2024, I have the Olympics to attend. And every athlete starts from somewhere. And this is a training program that my coach, my Olympic star gold medal coach has given me. And I just have to do it. And it's up to me to do it if I want to get that gold medal or like whatever you need to tell yourself to convince yourself and make that identity shift to you are an athlete. It's not I have to go to the gym. Oh, I'm just going to the gym. No, you are an athlete. And this is part of your training program that you have to go every single day and like make silly bets with yourself when you push through certain sets. Oh my gosh, something that I used to do is I would be like, If you don't do three more, then you're going to and like name something unfortunate that you don't want to happen. Then you'll do it, right? Like you just like place little bets with yourself and then you do it and you're like, see, now good things are going to happen because you were able to go through that. So these are just like the little hacks that I use to get over my gym anxiety because I used to really fear going to the gym 
I never used to go. That's why I went for walks. But once you conquer your gym anxiety, it becomes your little playground, and you're gonna keep going. And now, you know, a couple months later, or six months to a year later, you're gonna be the one being able to tell people, "Hey, it's okay," and like bring a friend along and be able to teach them something because. Your body and your health is the first place that somebody can look at you, and they can have immediate respect for you without even knowing who you are. Just by looking at you, they know the amount of dedication, discipline, and hard work that went into sculpting your body. So, this is when the artist is the artwork. So, become your own artwork. Become your own work of art because you are. Take care of your body. Take care of the vessel that stores all of this. You can acquire more wealth. You can acquire more dollars, but you cannot get yourself a new body. So take care of the thing that you're stuck with forever, because this hardware that you're with, you're with it for life. <laughs> so that's everything that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with me this Sunday. I hope you guys learned something, and if you go to the gym, tag me in your gym selfies. I would love to see it. I'm all for you guys creating a happier, healthier, and just more joyful version of yourself. So thank you for hanging out with me, and I will see you guys next Sunday. I love you guys so much. Mwah.